Welcome home. This is Audio EXP for the 26th of March 2022. And the title of this episode is Innovative RPG Form Factors. Wider Path Games is in the spotlight this month, as voted for by patrons, and I asked Wider Path where they thought the RPG industry was heading. And Kevin predicted growing numbers of private pockets of people tapping into non-mainstream ideas and places where they can contact publishers and designers directly. I'd call those communities of interest. Let's start with news from Offsite, and it's pretty mainstream. Let's start with the latest Borderlands game and Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. I've not played it, it's a time problem for me, but I am tempted. It's a looter shooter, but it's also a tabletop RPG style game played within the computer game, and Tiny Tina is your GM. That's pretty clever. It's not the only overlap of tabletop RPG and computer that caught my attention this week. Possum Creek's latest crowdfinder, Yezeba's Bed and Breakfast, did too. That's not on Kickstarter. Possum Creek said they wouldn't do that again because of Kickstarter's blockchain move, and they didn't. This crowdfunding campaign is on Indiegogo. It's a slice-of-life RPG with the book of scenarios modelled on legacy board games. Slice-of-life in the anime sense, stories about everyday stuff told so well that they become interesting, and it's not about bashing in skulls. Stealing a technique from legacy board games, the RPG comes as a sticker sheet that you use to customise the game, covering up rules and story threads as events happen, so your, your rules physically say something different as a result of gameplay. And that works because there's no PDF option for Yeziba. It's a print or a one more multiverse. And it's the one more multiverse which is the computer game tie-in. OMM is in beta, but it is an attempt to bring interactive storytelling, graphics like a computer game but a feel like a tabletop game to life. It's attracted funding money, and a partnership with an innovative company like Possum Creek is a great move. I wonder who came up with the approach for Yuziba, and who reached out to whom. I also have to wonder what One More Multiverse is like, because although I've watched YouTube videos for it, and I've not, I've not backed it, I've not played it, and I can't quite picture it. The Magical Bed and Breakfast certainly isn't the only innovative form factor this month or even this week. Another example, and this one is a Kickstarter, is the GM-less horror Demios Academy. It uses a colouring in book as a mechanic, and different colours to mean different things. It also uses stickers, just in case anything in the colouring book needs to be covered up, too horrific for your real-life tastes. In that game, you return to your old school for a reunion, only to discover that you are among a few who did and none of you have strong memories of what actually happened in that creepy old building. That's not to say there's been no innovation from traditional sandbox RPGs. Amazing Tales did something curveball and amazing. Lots of RPG publishers are raising money to help in Ukraine, and more on that later, but Amazing Tales also translated their kid-appropriate RPG into Ukrainian and made it free to download. I think that took a bit of innovative thinking, and a bit of research. 
It turns out that keeping kids distracted while hiding or on the move through a war-torn country is a challenge. So getting a tabletop RPG for free, one for kids, one adapted to need only D6s, is helpful for families. Amazing Tales is just one example of the many charity efforts from the hobby. I want to call out Roll vs Evil 2. That's a new charity to do what it can to achieve immediate relief. And here's who is involved. Mantic Games, Modifius, Steve Jackson Games, Gamma, Cubicle 7, Roll20, Yuki Games Expo, Steamforge Games, R. Tassorian Games, Chaosium, Titanforge, Q Workshop, Pazio, Mythic Games, Magpie Games, Green Ronin, and Parabellum. I mean, special thanks to Chris and Rita Birch of Modifius, who have done a lot of the heavy lifting and will meet the costs of running the charity. Together with Supernova Capital and Partners as a finance firm, they will match our first £100,000 raised in donations. That's incredible. We've seen lots of bundles, but setting up a whole charity is, well, it's innovative. Sometimes it is possible to push the innovations too far, though. I don't know exactly what they did, but Behold My Brain Kickstarter attracted the attention of Wizards of the Coast lawyers and shut down. It was a crowdfinder for a beholder, the trademarked D&D monster with 3D printing files. I suggest that they might have been selling the design or even allowing a commercial license for the prints. That indeed would be a step too far for one of the few D&D monsters with legal protection. In contrast, N Publishing, the company that no longer has the Judge Dredd and the Worlds of 2000 AD RPG license, showed us how to do it right with Level Up. Level Up follows the D&D and 5e rules and successfully presents itself as Advanced 5e. It also published its own SRD this week. The system's reference document for Level Up means that third-party publishers have permissions and rules for creating their own Advanced 5e content. The goal will be to create an ecosystem for Level Up and End Publishing will hope to find success for their mechanics through successful settings and other books that use them. What's the expression? A rising tide lifts all boats? Speaking of Judge Dredd and sticking with innovative form factors, Rebellion Unplugged announced a new Judge Dredd RPG. It's Dread Dread. That's to say it's a modified version of the Dread Horror RPG, one played with Jenga blocks for Mega City One and those mean judges. It will be getting its live premiere in an online event today. Speaking of events, last week I was speculating as to what had happened to the D&D's new conference. It clearly did happen, and it looks like there were leaks, but we didn't notice until it was too late. First, we noticed retailers listing a coming soon D&D book, and that turned out to be Journeys Through the Radiant Citadel. Why do I think there was a leak? At Barnes & Nobles, there were reviews of the book before it was announced. And one review was two days before it was announced, and it was titled Far Too Radiant and Not Enough Citadel. I still failed to predict the title of the book, despite that clue. 
the reviewer clearly had had advanced knowledge. The reviewer also described it as watermelon flavoured, and that's a racist dog whistle. Now, does that mean someone at the Wizards of the Coast press briefing is a racist? Oh, it just doesn't bear thinking about. But if we skip that unpleasantness and move back to innovation, just before we do the roundup of bundles, that'll be good. I do want to highlight the little discussed but potentially important new partnership between Foundry VTT and Drive-Thru RPG. Regular listeners will know that I bang the drum about virtual tabletops and the connection with marketplaces, and that's why we have projects like One More Multiverse, I argue. The deal with Foundry on one bookshelf is simple but effective. You can now buy and sell Foundry modules on Drive-Thru RPG, and Foundry models you buy from Drive-Thru RPG can be unlocked at Foundry. Winners all round, I suspect. It's worth remembering that Drive-Thru are currently looking after Astral Tabletop, a one-time challenger VTT that's alive but in stasis. In bundles, you will have to be quick. Galileo Games and the Bundle of Holding launched a flash sale on Bulldogs. That's a fake core-powered space opera, and you only have until Monday to grab that. You have more time to consider the sci-fi fantasy of Equinox from Vagrant Workshop. In that game, the Mayans were right and humanity fought demons. And sticking with that theme, but set in the present day, there's also Pelgrim Press's The Ezo Terrorist Bundle. In that RPG, the Ezo Terrorists are baddies trying to bring the demons into this realm, and the PCs have to stop them. Lastly, Humble and Cubicle 7 have an Age of Sigmar soulbound deal. And that's a great way to quickly get a lot of Warhammer RPG content in that Magitech meets steampunk and fantasy game. And on that note, let's wrap there, stay innovative, and I'll see you next week.